1: Welcome to the Coaching Matters podcast brought to you by Fundraising University and Brian Kane Peak Performance. Coaching Matters is a nonprofit foundation whose primary purpose is to help coaches, athletes, and activities directors succeed in their programs, schools, and communities. Fundraising University works to help you raise the most amount of money in the least amount of time with the least amount of interference to support coaches and activities directors in enhancing the student experience and life skill development that is a critical component of our educational systems. Brian Kane, one of the world's leading mental performance coaches works to educate, empower, and energize you to be your best through his 10 pillars of mental performance mastery systems. Together, each week, we bring you interviews, question and answer sessions, and group coaching around mastering mental performance, creating elite culture, and developing the leadership skills you need to succeed. And now, this week's Coaching Matters Podcast. And thanks for joining us here on the inaugural first episode of the Coaching Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kane. Today, we're joined by Fundraising University CEO, Mike Bahoon. Mike,
0: thanks for being with us. My pleasure, Brian. I'm fired up. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad
1: you could be here. And you know, coaching matters was really your brainchild and something that that you educated me on and gave me the invitation to join. And I I jumped at it. It was a no brainer for me. It was like being underwater and saying, "Hey, I got a chance to come up and get some air. I'm going to do it, 100 (laughs) out of 100 times." What was? Give give me the background on coaching matters and sort of why why that was something that you wanted to do and offer to high school coaches and athletes so they could maximize that that student experience.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's real personal for me. It's a reflection on my own life and wanting to use those experiences to affect people. You know, I was an inner city kid uh, from an inner city environment. What changed my life were coaches and sports and athletics and that structure. So when I got older, you know, I always felt that. But then when I got done playing professional baseball and and I was older, then I went into coaching when the baseball dream was over. And I still had this feeling I was still trying to, to connect with what was so passionate about what made me feel the way I did when I walked onto a baseball field or a high school campus. And and then, then when I had a chance to coach and that mentoring began in reverse, I just wanted to give my life's work to coaches. So I want people and I want the recognition of coaches to be glorified. We're in a society today, Brian, where, you know, it's too, we're too critical of coaches. You just one Twitter thing away from, you know, saying that, saying something we're one bad post away from that. And, and we're tearing down coaches in our society. So it's for an inner city kid, like it was birth from an inner city kid like me, that without coaches, without mentorship, without the honor, opportunity that sports allows, then I would have no chance. So all I'm trying to do is spread that word and, and enrich coaches. So that started with fundraising university. That's what got us connected, but that fundraising university is not here and it's not just to raise money. It's a part of what we do because it's what kids, kids need. But in the end we're trying to impact coaches. And when you magnify that and you can touch 20, 30 thousand kids just like me, then now we're really doing something. So that's what coaching matters is all about.
1: Yeah. I and mean, I, I got to go, similar story as a small town kid from Williamstown, Massachusetts, growing up with a class of 90 and being in the half of the class that made the top half possible, you know, uh, in the, in the bottom <laughs> half there and being a uh, person who, who played basketball, played baseball, played football. And I remember I was going into my ninth grade year, I wasn't going to play football. I had played junior high, but wasn't going to play in high school because I wanted to play fall baseball, which didn't exist, which basically meant I was going to be getting in trouble all fall. And I remember being in Phillips General Store, Williamstown, Massachusetts, and my high school football coach, John Allen, who has had him with Ken Revisa, my mentor at Cal State Fullerton, have had the most impact on my life. And if it wasn't for for John Allen in those influential years of you know 16 to 18 in high school, 15 to 18 in high school, I don't know what I would be doing or who I would be. And I remember being in that store, and he comes up and he says, Brian, uh, how come you're not playing high school football? We need a quarterback. And I was like, Well, wow, coach, I just, I was going to play fall baseball. He goes, Yeah, you, you, there's no fall baseball. There's no fall baseball here. You want to throw? Well, I'll throw with you after practice. But he goes, You be a quarterback, you become more athletic, you become more, you become more, uh, better leader, you become a better competitor. We need a quarterback. Come, come, and come, come tomorrow to our scrimmage. So I show up two weeks into the season to the first scrimmage. I'm there on the sideline, and, you know the rest is history man i mean i went i went to practice on that monday got got pads became uh, the backup jv quarterback ended up being a starter on the varsity as a fresh as a sophomore and you know was a captain my senior year and that experience of playing for john allen i remember this is back in 1995 to 97 he's hanging up quotes in the locker room and quotes like it's not the size of the dog in the fight it's the size of the fight in the dog you know things like i'm from the missouri state show me right missouri is the show me state and it was always he was doing mental performance coaching without even knowing he was doing mental performance coaching. I remember one game we played, we were 6-0 and uh, my freshman year, going in against you know, the best team in our area, which was Monument Mountain High School, and had this big running back who just ran all over us. I remember coming in the locker room after the game and saying, Coach, I hope that guy's a senior so he's not back next year. And he looked at me and he said, Brian, you hope he's a junior so you get another crack at him next year. It says competitors mm. want to play against the best. And anytime you get your tail whipped, like we do today, you ought to be counting down the days until you get the chance to go face that guy again. And it's things like that, little conversations. And one minute here, one minute there, you know, quotes on a practice plan that I will never forget. And I think even as a you know freshman in high school, I was getting sent down this path of mental performance coaching because of one person my mentor in high school john allen and then that got fed when i was in grad school with ken revisa and you know mike is there is there a story or a situation specifically that you remember about a coach when you were in high school that really
0: changed the trajectory and the path of your life yeah you know i my high school uh, legion baseball coach a guy named john swoboda um, and not one particular moment, but in my reflection, his just general patience with me, I never understood it. You know, I was the guy that if the wind blew in the wrong direction, they said it was supposed to come from the north and it came in the south. I'd try to get into a fist fight with anybody within 50 feet of me, you know, and I just constantly had that kind of intensity and the perspective. And I was a good enough player and he would just always be calm and always be patient. And he would always build me up. And he no matter what I did, he just did not turn on me you know and I never understood that so it wasn't one event but it was an experience with a coach and he understood what he was doing he was letting me mature he was letting me be patient and most importantly he was being the father figure that I didn't have and he was letting me get that out and he didn't have an agenda other than he wanted me to be the best person that I could be and it was clear it had nothing to do with baseball so not not one thing but but uh, one of many people in that experience. And just like you, I could go on and on about, you know, different coaches and different times and different quotes and different things. And, you know, think about all the CEOs, the CFOs, the, all the, all the people out there in America that were at some point affected by, you know, a coach and how do we ever go back and contribute or be thankful for that? So this gives us an opportunity. It's already doing it, Brian. coaching matters is already making a difference today because I just learned that about you and your high school coach, and we just glorified your high school coach. We just glorified mine. You just learned it about me, and these are the things we should be talking about. These are the things that should be at the forefront. No longer um, should this be, you know, the coach should have ran this play, and he didn't play my kid or she didn't play my kid. We've got to remove that. We've got to understand that the, the impact that coaches make in society, and we got to support them. And that starts in the schools too. We're not even supporting coaches and schools at the level that they deserve to be supported. These are the people who are shaping and mentoring the Brian Canes and the Mike Bahoons and, you know, people that actually think you and I have accomplished something, just a couple knuckleheads that, you know, took all of our energy and passion and somebody put it on track. And now we just want to give it to other people. That's
1: powerful. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I think, you know, having been a high school teacher, a high school coach, a high school athletic director for seven years, I see it every, I saw every day. I saw the impact that coaches had in the lives of, of, of students. I saw the impact that our band director, that our theater director had in the lives of their students. And the thing about the difference between, you know, call them extracurricular activities, athletics and activities in school is like, you have to go to school. You don't have to, you don't have to do an extracurricular activity. You don't have to do a sport. So, so for a lot of athletes, school is the have to, in order to get to the want to, of athletics. And I think that's that's very powerful. And there's a lot of people in academics that, that have never participated in activities that they don't understand the value of it. They don't they don't respect the value of it. They sure don't fund the value of it. And if you if you think about, you know, if you interviewed like you're saying these top CEOs and and asked them and said, what made the biggest difference for you? Was it Latin class or was it football? Was it was it math or was it your after school activities every day? And there'll be some people who say Latin and math changed my life. There will be, but there will be 20 to one. The ones that say athletics and activities changed my life. It taught me about teamwork. It taught me about discipline. It taught me about attention to detail. It taught me how to have humility. It taught me how to win with grace and how to learn every time I lose. And I think those are life skills that we often, you know, take for, take for granted and, and people just think, well, coaches show up and. And they just play sports where they don't take into consideration the practice planning. They don't take into consideration building team dynamics, building a culture, working with disgruntled parents and all the challenges that coaches have. And what I'm excited about joining forces with fundraising university and, and create coaching matters is to be able to bring top coaches like Chad Morris, who has been offensive coordinator at Clemson, the head football coach at SMU, the head football coach of the university of Arkansas. And he and, and we went from Arkansas to Allen high school in Texas to be a high school football coach again you know, which is where you got to start in Texas. So having coach Morris on here, having Stan Johnson, who's the men's basketball coach at Loyola Marymount university, Carolyn Keeger, who's the women's basketball coach at Penn state university, Lonnie Almeida, who's the women's softball coach at Florida state was also a member of, of team Canada that got a, a medal in the Olympics and won a national championship in 2018. And Andy Shea, the men's lacrosse coach at Yale, who won a twin national championship in 2018 with no scholarships. They don't have scholarships in the Ivy league. So how do these people create these great programs at the high school and college level. And then also tapping into our network of great coaches with fundraising university so that every other week we can do one thing. We can bring support clarity and accountability to help coaches and athletes get the most out of their experience. So the rhythm that we're going to use is it's going to be every other week on Mondays. And it's going to be every other week from five to 6 PM Pacific, which is eight to 9 PM Eastern time. And we're going to do those over zoom. And the, the, the coaches that we support with fundraising university and their student athletes are gonna be able to join us live. And then we're going to take those recording calls and turn them into a podcast here so that everybody gets the benefit from our experience and everybody gets the benefit from the knowledge, the accountability, support, and clarity that we're bringing to coaches. So Mike, I'm super excited for that. Uh, anything that you want to share with our listeners here in our inaugural episode about coaching matters and what we're doing before,
0: before we cut it loose here. Just a quick fact and then where we're going. So I just saw a stat when I was speaking at a coaches clinic that the average lifespan of a coach in coaching that started in 2018 is only four years. It's time to change that. The way that we're going to do that is we're going to get started here. We're going to give coaches tools. We're going to give athletes tools We're going to work with coaches. We're going to glorify coaches. We're going to give away scholarships. We're going to give away awards to coaches. We're going to give them platforms to succeed. And we're going to push into the glorification of coaches. And we're going to change the trajectory of the value of coaches and communities to people. And we're going to get that started with this initiative. And we thank you for being part of it.
1: It's an honor to be here, Mike. I'm looking forward to working with you and working with Fundraising University at an even more deeper level to be able to serve our coaches and our student-athletes so that we can accomplish the mission in enhancing student athlete experience in life development. Mike, thanks for being with us. Looking forward to going on this journey with you and we will catch you next week on August Uh, What's the date here? Oh, hang on. We'll catch you next week on Monday, August 16th from 5 to 6 p.m. with our next Coaching Matters live call webinar, which will turn into a podcast. We're going to go through my 10 pillars of mental performance mastery system and help coaches and athletes understand exactly how they can develop the mindset, the routines, and the habits that they need to close that gap from where they are to where they want to be and give themselves the best chance for success both on and off the field. So looking forward to that. We'll catch you next week, Mike. Thanks for being with us.
0: Sounds great. Thanks, Brian.
1: Thanks for checking out this week's Coaching Matters podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a subscribe and a review. Also, be sure to engage with us on social media here in the notes for the show. And remember, dream big, raise more, and coaching matters.